0: Welcome to the Mission Driven Mom podcast. This podcast is for moms just like you who want to learn how to glorify God through finding and embracing true principles, discovering and developing your greatest gifts, and using them to serve your family and community. I am Audrey Rindlisbacher. I am the founder of the Mission Driven Mom and author of The Mission Driven Life. With me today, I have some incredible women. Lindsay you've probably seen her before she's on our board and she has been with the mission driven mom from the very beginning and boy I owe her a lot she's incredible really really grateful to her she actually has um, a degree in English she helped develop our programs she's been over social media for a long time is still head of social media and helps with marketing and um, also happens to be an incredible violinist just by the way (laughs) <laughs> and things. then we also have As- Ashley Meekum or Meachum. It's Meacham, right? Meekum, Meekum. You got it right first. Oh, Me-cum. I said it right the first time. Oh, if you wouldn't throw that H in there, it wouldn't throw me off. Actually. I know. I know. Um, and Heidi Matthews, who are members of our newly launched leadership team, which actually so, so, so excited about. We just got our own on our own little network just yesterday and today. And we have some incredible stuff in store uh, that the leadership team is going to help roll out. And these two women in particular are going to be helping with some of the posting and conversation within the mastermind group. So we wanted you to be able to get to know them a little bit. So the first thing we're going to do is have them introduce themselves. Just tell us a couple things about you that you would like the other moms to know and, or maybe not know, just kidding. And then, um, Tell us why, I don't know, why you joined the leadership team, why you're here helping us out. We'll start with you, Ashley. All right. So
1: I, I'm Ashley. I live in Phoenix and I have five kids. I'm, I homeschool my kids. Just graduated my first one um, last year. So she's in her first year of college right now. I have a degree in special education, but I like to tell people that it is not helpful when it comes to how I teach in homeschool. Um, everything I learned, I learned on the job or I learned in action. Um, I love to read and I kept track of how many books I read last year and read 209 books last year. So yeah, read a lot of books. I, um, I love being around people who are intentional and who are working for a dream and for a purpose and so that's the reason that I joined the leadership team is because I like to surround myself with other people who are um, doing the same thing that I'm doing trying to always be better trying to grow and then I love the mission of the vision of mission driven mom to to help moms fulfill a purpose everybody has a purpose I believe and I love the idea of being able to help moms with that.
0: So that's me. awesome thank you Ashley
2: okay Heidi go ahead I'm Heidi and I let's see I have four boys that I homeschool and you know I was just thinking I kind of what Ashley was thinking you know I got my degree in speech language pathology which you know wow. Um, I mean I worked after I got my degree but um, I feel like I, I need to say, like, I'm working on my master's in motherhood and marriage or something, because I feel like, you know, so much work and dedication has gone into that. I, I feel like my bachelor's degree was just kind of playing around. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's when life got gets, you know, gets really serious when you get married and you start having kids and your perspective changes. Um, but... Oh, and I live in Rexburg, Idaho, right now, and we've kind of moved around a lot. But um, I I met Audrey for the first time at a homeschool conference, and she told me that she was writing this book um, about mission-driven life, and I was just like, "Oh, wow!" I was just wanted to be, you know, wanted to stay in touch with her and make sure that I. Um, got to read that when she was done. And then I, then I heard that she was doing an academy along with it and it was just so exciting. And I, I think because, you know, and rewind a little bit, I think I've always, I've always wanted to be part of a group and a part of an organization that was interested in doing good. And, you know, that can yeah. look like a lot, a lot of different things, you know, cause you know, you can do good in, you know, an area of health or, I've always been interested in health, so I looked into that, but I, after I finished um, level one, and then I'm almost done with level two, I just really saw the fruits of what Mission Driven Mom is doing, and I just wanted to be a part of that on a bigger level, and that's why I wanted to join the leadership team.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Heidi. So we wanted to just say, Happy New Year. We're all glad it's 2020, 2021, 2022. 2021. I mean, 2021 <laughs> and not 2020 happy to start a new year. And we have some really cool stuff planned for this year. We've been working on it for the last few months. So we're going to let Lindsay kind of give you an idea of what you can come to expect in this Facebook group. We would love for you to invite friends and family to become part of our community. Cause like Heidi said, you know, there's, there's some amazing content in the Academy for sure. And um, some of the best material that we ever have come across to help us, you know, transform and change. And of course, there's a huge plug in. We, we really encourage you to plug into God and draw closer to him and that helps facilitate everything else that happens. But the community is a big part of what we're building as well. And to be around like-minded moms, to be inspired by them to hear from them. And that's what we hope to give you more of in this Facebook group. So we hope you'll join us here, plug in more often, invite people to spend time with us in this group um, so, that, so that our community can grow. And, and of course, it helps facilitate more good in the world. Like that's the ultimate goal, right? Like Heidi was saying. So Lindsay, tell us some of the uh, details of what you and some of your team have been working on for the for the Facebook group and some of the marketing coming up?
3: Hey, well, this Facebook group, like you said, it's, it's, it's about the community. It's about rubbing shoulders with amazing women who walk the walk and talk the talk. It's so empowering to talk with people that, that have this language of principles and natural law and life mission, right? And so this group is a place where you can come and get supported. You can come ask questions, answer questions. We love the discussion that, that goes on in the group. Um, In addition to that, we will just offer a few things that we hope will be valuable to you to kind of keep um, these principles and the ideas of life mission kind of top of mind, just a little, you know, you're just thinking about it every day. Um, So on Monday, so Ashley's taken over our Monday posts. And she's just going to be focusing on just um, a lot of our new new catchphrase, our new slogan is um, because moms need nurturing too. And we want to provide that nurturing to you through um, helping, you know, helping you uh, learn more about self-care and self-discovery and life mission and all those things. And so Ashley's kind of doing um, <clears throat> our Monday post that is going to focus on just getting that nurturing, getting that, um, really working on those things that are going to help you feel amazing and, and be amazing And so, and kind of get, you know, start your week off with a little bit of inspiration and motivation. And then Tuesdays, so we'll be doing this every Tuesday, something, um, something for you to come watch, something for you to come learn from. We're going to have interviews and discussions and all sorts of fun stuff. So, so, so tune in every Tuesday, 12 o'clock Pacific time. We'll be here and we'd love to see you here too. And then um, Wednesdays, we've we've still got the podcast rolling out. So we're going to, you'll see something about the podcast on Wednesdays. Thursdays, we've got a brand new thing coming out, but it's not quite ready. So, um, but we want to share, um, we want to share your stories. We want to share, we want, we want you to be able to see what mission and principle-centered motherhood looks like in the trenches (laughs) and what it's doing for, um, for women that is just, it's just empowering. So we're going to start sh- sharing some of those stories. And then Friday, Heidi's going to help us on Fridays. She's going to bring something out of the podcast that we can kind of discuss a little bit more in depth that we can think about. You don't have to, I know not everybody watches the podcast right when it comes out, <laughs> but it will be something that even if you haven't listened to the podcast, you can join in that conversation. And hopefully that we're just hoping that these things will bring Value to you that you will enjoy this community, that it will be um, a bright spot on the internet <laughs> um, to counteract all the other stuff that's going on. So, awesome. Thanks, Lindsay. And I am hoping
0: to do, um, jump on perhaps on some Fridays and do a little bit of what I'm learning this week, what I'm working on, just kind of a personal um, message on Fridays. Hopefully, I'll be able to do that more often than not. So we we thought it might be fun. Uh, we get a lot of questions about and we'll we'll be spending a lot more time on this this year. Our theme for our annual celebration event in the fall is Mothers of Principles. So principles will be, it's always a focus at the Mission Driven Mom, but especially a focus this year, you'll find a lot of these lives around those concepts. Of course, there are podcasts you can go back and listen to about that. And of course, we dive in really deep in the academy, uh, striving to really get our minds around what principles are and how to be more principle-centered in our lives. And so we're all on that journey. We haven't arrived, but we're really attempting to be better at it. And so we hope that you'll be on that journey with us. And bring your questions here, know that someone will show up. Uh, for now, I'll usually be here, or Lindsay, and you'll see more and more of our leadership team members. And just so you know, there is not an exclusivity about the leadership team. We hope that it will grow over time. There's a good number of us already, and we hope that this organization will be even more mom led by women like you. So, the qualification for that is to get into the Academy, complete the first couple levels and apply for the team. So just know that that's a possibility to you in the future, if that's something that you're interested in and you'll be hearing from more leadership team members over the next few months and they're incredible women there. I, I really am honored um, at the quality of women that have engaged in the program and have stuck with us and it really is so much fun. I'm really looking forward to our retreat this year. Um, so anyway, so just, just some information there for you. We just wanted to spend a few minutes and talk about the value of principles as they've influenced our lives. I'll start out with one principle that we teach in the academy that is something I've, I've practiced a lot and been able to become much better at that really <laughs> rescued me a lot in 2020, and that is truth statements one of the principles we we dive heavy into in level one is telling ourselves the truth and why that matters so much and what that looks like. And we lean on some experts who've taught about that. 2020 was a super, super hard year for me. COVID was hard, but it was hard for a lot of other reasons besides COVID. Um, some personal challenges in my family and things like that, that there was a period of time, especially in the spring and the early summer where I felt this constant barrage of negativity. You probably know what I mean. You've probably been through a period in your life like that, where you were going through something so difficult that I, you know, I remember telling my husband at one point, I was like, you don't understand. It's like a plague. It's like, it's just this, I mean, I, I can't go more than an hour without negative thoughts around these trials, just plaguing me and wanting to bring me down. And so true statements were, were one of the practices I did multiple practices. And I actually did a podcast about this in December, but true statements was a huge one that I really, really clung to. I meant, I I made it a priority to do true statements every single day. And I even wrote them down on cards. I carried them around with me. I referred to them throughout the day and they were just a lifeline just this constant barrage of truth to battle the lies. I just, the lies were coming so thick and fast. I had to really be super proactive about countering them. Uh, Some of them were scripture verses. Some of them were thoughts and ideas that had come into my mind during prayer. Some of them were things that other people had said to me or inspiring quotes I'd read in books or things like that, that, that meant a lot to me that I needed. And I kept them near me and they just, they just made all the difference. And what's interesting, what I didn't expect is that eventually I didn't have to lean so heavily on them. So as I had this constant barrage of positivity to and truth to counteract the lies, what I found over time is that this burden got lighter and lighter and the truth became louder than the lies, if that makes sense. And, it was liberating. There's, In fact, I was reading, just happened to glance at it, I don't have scripture with me, but I was just glancing in Corinthians this morning and there, there's that verse actually on the cover page of the old 1828 Webster's Dictionary and it says where liberty is, no, where truth, where the spirit of God is there is liberty or something like that. And of course, our personal mission statement that the truth shall make you free. So I really, really, force the truth into my mind. And you know, it's interesting because at one point I, I told my husband, I was like, honestly, I could be a total depressed mess right now. Like if, if I wasn't leaning on these practices, that's what would have been the consequence of these trials. I would have just emotionally given in and I wasn't, you know, days were hard. I had to spend extra time in spiritual practices and telling myself the truth, but I wasn't a depressed mess. And I was able to be in charge of me so that I could better manage the things that are in my control. Anyway, so truth statements was a powerful principle that came to my aid that rescued me from fear and rescued me from lies and helped me really ground myself in truth that kept me level and functioning and on the optimistic side until that burden was really lifted, so. Who else has a principle from that rescued them in 2020? They want to talk about for a minute. I'll share one. Yeah. So I was trying to think about how to actually word it, but it was,
1: it's the principles of habit and, and routine. And I think, and it it didn't just rescue me. It rescued our whole family because even though we homeschool and we were, you know, we were used to being at home together all the time where I know for a lot of families that just threw them for a loop. Um, We still lost a lot of our regular activities. Um, I have a son who wrestles and he could no longer wrestle. I have another daughter who was in theater and couldn't do theater. I had one that was in dance and couldn't do dance. And then I had one that just wanted to be with friends and couldn't even be with friends. And so we were all just, we were stuck at home. And even though we were used to being around each other, it just it was it was different, and so the fact that we had routines already in place and that we could keep those routines and those habits in place, I think, really affected and saved our sanity. Where we knew that, okay, mom's still going to have devotional at eight o'clock. Um, okay, we have devotional, and then we're going to still have homeschool at you know after that, and we're going to still do family prayer, and we're still going to do family mealtime. And we had these routines in place, and because we had that structure. I think it built some sanity into our day, which helped, I I think it helped, even if it was just a little bit, it helped just so that they didn't, we didn't spiral down into that negative of, of just of what, what COVID did for people and what it could have done to us. So that routine and habit was a pattern or was
2: a, um, a principle that helped us.
3: Awesome, Ashley.
2: That's awesome, Ashley. Thank you. I was trying to think if I wanted to share something different, but Audrey, as I looked back on 2020, that's exactly what I felt like my guiding light was, was not always true statements, but telling myself the truth. And I went, you know, I went back and read through my journals and, you know, at the beginning of the year, like right when everything was going on and we were trying to sell our house and we were doing the, um, uh, lighting our lamps and I was panicking about selling my house. You know, it had fallen through. It felt, I don't know if at the moment when you helped me the truce, but it had fallen through several times. And I was like, we are going to be stuck with two houses. Cause I felt prompted to move forward to purchase our other house. So I just was was struggling. And I remember you helped me to come up with true statements to help me overcome that. And then I felt like that, that just kind of set the tone for the whole rest of the year. Um, because I, I found myself, um, when things got hard, I found myself not telling the tr- myself the truth about other people, you know, not telling myself the truth about God or what God can do for me and Um, I remember there was one instance where I hurt my back and I couldn't move. I couldn't get out of bed (laughs) and my family was gone camping and I had just moved there. You know, everybody was a little leery to be in contact with, you know, anybody really. Um, And especially people that you don't really know. Um, but I remember thinking, you know, I have to do this on my own. I don't really want anybody's help. I don't need anybody's help. And just really telling myself the truth that, you know, we do need to help each other and I am worthy of help. And I think often I would use script, what other people would say as far as, thinking that negative things towards you. And, and those things aren't, it puts you in a negative place and just telling myself the truth. Really. I felt like rescued me this year as well.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Some of your true statements were that helped you. Heidi.
2: Well, when, when it was, when it was the house, just even I remember you helping me with like really specific things like the interest rates are really good right now. <laughs> Oh, wait, not not the interest rates, the market, the, sorry, mm-hmm. the market is doing really well right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it it doesn't seem to market. I'd have to go back and look at my journal, but I don't remember specific true statements around the house. I'm not very good at remembering specific things. I'm more of a general person, but we did the mother's of vision and we vision that I was working on was helping my relationships. And I remember specific, instances where reciting my true statements every day helped them to come to my memory and really helped me because you know because if I don't have a good memory I have to look at those things daily on a daily basis so that's awesome awesome. yeah I didn't answer that question very good
0: (laughs) (laughs) mine did mine varied a bit I wrote the variation of the same kind of theme a lot And some of them were, I would sit and write new ones each day, just depending on what I was battling that day. So they do get really specific. Like today I'm really worried about this particular child and this particular thing. And, and what's the truth about it? The truth is that they're really strong or that God is in charge or that we had a good conversation and we've been reconnecting or so they can be really sometimes very specific that way. And then there are a couple of verses. One of the ones I have, on a card. There's multiple, there's a really great one. I think it's in Luke about if you ask for anything, it, you know, Christ will give it to you because it glorifies the father. I read that one a lot. And then there are some verses, I don't know, somewhere in in the New Testament, I can't remember, maybe in Corinthians, I can't remember where it talks about how Abraham Had basically perfect faith. Like he never, he didn't consider Sarah's body being dead. He didn't consider his old, his body being old. He didn't stumble basically in his faith. So things like that, that just, you know, that God's in charge, that he can do anything. And a lot of times, some of the true statements that would help me the most would just be remembering times in the past when God did help me, when I envisioned in something and it came about, or when I was prayerful about something and the prayer was answered. And so remembering the truth about my own life and my relationship with God or with other people, or when it came to people, if I was like having bad feelings about them or worrying about them, then I would, I started a, a children's journal and I just write little stories that I remember from who my kids really are, remembering who they really are and, and their strengths and, or great things my husband did for me when I feel mad at him or just, you know, so that remembering Telling yourself the truth is also remembering the truth, remembering the good things that happened, remembering the times that prayers were answered, stuff like that. So
3: hopefully that's helpful. Lindsay, did you have something, Mm -hmm. a principle you wanted to share? I mean, there was so many. (laughs) There was, and then, and then I broke some principles too, (laughs) which, which ended up helping me to get to a better place anyways. I tend to be a rescuer (laughs) and I tend to have weak boundaries and that got me into some trouble a few months ago. And I tend to think I'm, I'm super women. Some, some people think they're greater than everybody. And some people think they're less than everybody. And I tend, I tend to think I can do all the things all the time. And what I did was burned myself out really good. <laughs> I mean, it's been a tough year for everybody. And I hadn't, I hadn't told myself the truth about that um, that I, I kind of just ignored it and said, it's, it's not affecting me, I'm fine, and, and that, that wasn't true, <laughs> so because it's, tar- it's hard for all of us. It's even, I mean, just, just psychologically and emotionally, it's just been a hard year for everybody, the unknown and the, and the contention, and in addition to that, family, there's always, you know, family problems, kids that you're worried about, things that are taking a toll and then kind of having this superwoman mentality <laughs> and that ended up with me I got to the point a few months ago I just it was just dark <laughs> and I was just numbing out I wasn't there for my kids I wasn't doing the things that I needed to be doing and what I realized was so the principle that came to my rescue are some of the principles about essentialism is I realized I can't do it all. I can't be everything to everyone. (laughs) And so I had to make, I had to make some really hard decisions. I had to cut some big things out of my life to make room for myself. I had nothing left. You know, I hadn't been taking, you know, I hadn't been meeting my own needs and I just had nothing left to give. And and I think those choices, (sighs) when we have to choose between two really good things those are the hardest choices to make but somehow I was able to make a choice that needed to be made to get some things off of my plate just so that I could breathe just so I could step back and reevaluate and and get to what is essential what are the essential things there's you know there's a finite amount of minutes in a day and what are the essential things that that I need to be doing and and that kind of led me to a journey of uh, focusing more on my values we we do a section on values in the academy and I hadn't it hadn't really gone to my heart I did the exercises but it didn't really mean anything to me until now so then I start getting essential and then I'm realizing I need better I need to know what my core values are so that I can make better decisions <laughs> in the future and so I've really kind of been on a journey of getting essential recognizing what my core values are, making decisions based on that, strengthening my boundaries <laughs> and being, you know, not being a, a rescuer, but being a creator, creating the things that I want in my life. It's just night and day that how those <laughs> those principles came to my rescue. I'm doing amazing. My family's doing amazing. Um, not that, not that it's not hard, not that we don't have our struggles. I was in tears in the shower today because of, you know, a, a hard, trial that my family is about to go through. <laughs> but knowing, you know, having put myself back together better again, and knowing that God wants to partner with us in our righteous desires, and that he has a plan, and that, you know, we can create those things that we want. I mean, it's just like you said, you could just be a depressed mess all the time. But I'm not because because I have these these principles that help me remind me. Of where of where I need to be, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful, Lindsay. I love that,
0: and it is true. There are multiple principles. Um, keep learning how to be more of a creator and not a rescuer, and <laughs> keep being reminded how important it is to meet my needs and all of those kind of things. I do want to mention that we have been working more actively on some awesome interviews. We had a few last year that were just incredible with some mission-driven moms. We're working to build up um, a schedule, to build a schedule of incredible interviews coming up. We have two scheduled so far. We will have Diane Jepson here at the end of the month, and then we will have Nicolene Peck, and I'll tell you more about those women, and she'll be here at the end of March will connect you with them and some valuable resources they have to offer you as well as talk about their own kind of mission journey and how they lived those seven laws of life mission. And you can see those principles and laws in action in the lives of really incredible women. So thank you so much, Lindsay, Ashley, and Heidi for joining me today. We will be back next week, I think. I think it'll be Lindsay and I next week talking about some principles of government.
3: Yes. So stay tuned. (laughs) We're going to start
0: a conversation, a series, and then I think I'll be doing a mission driven story the next week. And then we'll have Diane on and next month we'll have more leadership team members here joining us. So lots of super fun stuff coming up. Have a wonderful day and we will see you next week.